0: Progressive Metal has a new team at its corner. Mark Anthony Rossi and John Patrick Robbins are music critics of a mighty but misunderstood rock genre. Walk with us into the metal future. Hi folks and welcome back to another another edition of uh, Metal Future with our co-host here. John Patrick Robbins. Hey, John, thank you very much for being on the show.
1: Oh, thank you, and always good to be on the show.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited over here. Uh, Like I was mentioning uh, before the show started, um, Metal Future is not just a name. Sometimes we want to talk about the future of music and the future of the music that we love, and some of the things that's going on will still be there tomorrow. And that's what we're going to talk about in this show. All the different facets of is a concert worth going to anymore. All right, So right? We'll break it down. We'll talk about price. We'll talk about age. I means the age of the players. Yeah, I know I'm not being discriminated. I'm not exactly young myself, but it does have a factor in it because uh, you're not giving me a show for free. I got to give you money. So I, I want quality, okay? No different than than going to the supermarket. You know, I don't want my head of lettuce 95 years old, okay? It, it ought to be pretty fresh, you know? Uh, and sound, you know, that's real important too. And, and of course, sometimes uh, we have... Um, uh, some real particular, uh, uh, I guess you could say, fetishes. Whether the original lineup is still there or not, uh, barring mm-hmm. barring death, there, there's some artistic things to say <laughs> about that. Okay, you know. So um, I think it's an important topic. I don't think really it's brought up enough. I hear a lot of people complain about it, but I, I don't really hear anyone talking about it as much. So I'm hoping that we can we can do that and kind of get this interesting, uh, you know, topic going over here. Our content's worth going to.
1: Uh, you definitely is a really good debate there because if you look, I mean, just look at the, <laughs> through the years, it used to be going to a show, you know, you didn't have to take out a bank loan. <laughs> now it's, it's no doubt. you're paying, it's all inclusive. So at least it is here. Uh, you're going more, I when I go to, if I go to a show, I'm going more towards Virginia Beach. And there's an amphitheater and it's, you know, the parkings, the fortunes, I'll include it in the ticket. But it jacks the price up to a ridic- to me, a ridiculous amount. I, I'm not, I, maybe I'm just stingy. But, but uh, yeah, it, it, to me, when you're going to go see a band now, if it's going to cost that much money, you better, you know, you kind of have to be picky. You just can't go to every show. Wow. And it used to be people went to every show that would come to town, you know, but now, like, I don't know i really look at some of these prices i think they're just i think they're crazy to be honest that's just my opinion now i'm not speaking for
0: the show or anything i I definitely i I definitely agree with you um Mm -hmm. these days not only do you have to be uh picky mainly because of the price but we have to ask ourselves what the hell are we getting for this price because when they were in their prime, I wasn't paying that price. My first concert I went to, I seen Kansas and Sticks. It cost twenty dollars. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. even it wasn't even a crappy seat. I was kind of like in the middle, but again, and they were in their prime. Now they're gonna go out and they want one hundred and fifty dollars. So what are we getting for that kind of price? A hundred to three hundred dollar tickets for what? People with their prostates falling out on the stage, you know, barely remembering the lyrics. OK, <laughs> they got they got more wrinkles and they got riffs. I mean, come on. What, what the hell am I going to get with this kind of money? I'm paying five and six and ten times what I used to pay when you were pretty awesome. And, and now I, I, I'm paying all this money because uh, you're, you're a geezer and you're afraid that you're going to run out of money for your depends one day. I mean, it, it's just not really fair to the consumer in terms of just speaking it from a money value. But, you know, artistically as well, you know, I, I question all of it.
1: Uh, it it, it nowadays it's like you said you could see these people during their prime and it was way lower. But then again, I do know that prices go up and a lot. And the bands really are not charging these prices. It's Ticketmaster, and um, so I I get that. I get that it's not you know that it's you can't really blame. I wouldn't blame the bands. Some I would. You uh, know which ones I'm gonna talk about but, uh, yeah, um, and
0: I blame them all mainly because it's not like they can't have a say in it. They just don't want to. They just want to pretend like mm-hmm. you know they have nothing to do with it. but as long as their hand is in that tail from that money, they got something to do with it.
1: Yeah, well, that I mean, look at the bands that tried to uh, buck that when it came to uh thinking that was outrageous. uh bands like Pearl Jam, who really, when they had a big record on the charts at the time, uh, decided to try to do everything outside those venues so that people could actually afford to go see a show, once I thought it was really admirable. But, you know, that that's a whole other issue there. Um, I think nowadays, like I said, if you're going to pay this astronomical price to go see a band, I mean, especially to hear, you know, and then like the bands at lip sync, cool. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> You're really gonna go here? I mean, I can watch a performance. You go on YouTube. You can watch a show back when people were in their prime half the time, and you're and and you're not paying anything, as opposed to going and seeing somebody who's it's not the original lineup. And then even then, sometimes the you know your lip syncing like nah, I I just don't agree with
0: that. Yeah,
1: you know? of course, look- some people I wish would lip sync. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, you know folks uh, I, I, I think that the scenario with this whole concert situation rock and roll is similar to Hollywood you know, they're going to harm movie theaters and they're going to harm that whole experience that they keep putting out sequels and crap all the time and nothing anything that's tremendously interesting I mean uh, 1917 mm. came out about World War One, probably the most interesting movie that's come out in I don't know 10 maybe 15 years that's a long damn time in between that's not going to be enough to save the theater and it's the same thing. In the end, if concerts disappear one day, it'll be because of these these greedy bums that do this. And it'll be because of a lot of the rock bands that, that are doing this. They they harm this sort of thing. They're trying to grab that last dollar uh, of glory. But I'm not really sure what you're returning for that dollar. I mean, because you, you, when you go in there, you don't get anything for that ticket other than you, you've got entrance to the place. You don't get a t-shirt. You don't get a free drink. They're not giving you parking. All this other crappy stuff still have to ta- deal with and pay for.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a sad situation the way things are. That's why I think sometimes a lot of, a lot of people now out you know are, go for the uh, package show where you can see more than – well, a lot of bands nowadays, seldom any band is going out just completely on their own, which is a support act. I personally, like I would rather go to – especially in the summer – go to a festival or something where I can see several bands. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, luckily here they do that. Uh, <clears throat> it's done One's done through the uh, radio station and for metal. It's called the uh, Lunatic Luau, and you can see uh, just a ton of bands. And to me, that's worth it. If I can see multiple bands through a, all day – I mean that—that's you know worth something. We're talking new acts and established acts, and always some really known headliner. That's worth it. Uh, Going to see one person—that it—it's just going to cost you a fortune. Everything's overpriced, and and then again, it's not going to sound good. You know, I mean... it's one
0: of the segments of the show. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but yes, uh, definitely I, I agree on that. Are concerts worth it, folks? That's what we're talking about over here. Because we're honestly... And we're not just doing this because it's a cool topic and it's something to fill the airways in. It, it's a genuine topic and a genuine question to, to ask. Uh, especially because in too many instances, we're not getting a whole lot of quality. I, I remember shit it wasn't even like 10 years ago uh, I'm, I'm in a, a truck with a with a friend of mine we were in Arizona and he goes Mark you got to hear this to believe it he puts on a live cd of Kansas now remember I heard these people in concert this is a live cd the the, the singer sounded like he was smoking like 17,000 cigarettes and then went over there on the stage and started singing I mean he was hoarse he was horrible you know, it was just, I, I couldn't believe how bad it was. It's like, you got to be kidding me. And I'm saying to myself, they're selling this damn piece of crap CD. Imagine the people who went to the concert for this. What the hell were they listening to? Mm. Now, yeah. a lot, of, a lot in, the, in the past, and maybe sometimes in, in the present as well, sometimes people, they're making a concert decision, not necessarily because of all the artistic things that, you know, John and I are talking about. Sometimes they're doing it because it is an experience or it is a partying type of thing or it's like a, a way to get together with some friends or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I got all that because I've done all that. I, it's not like I've stopped being young or stopped remembering. Remember, I went to Monsters of Rock. I did concerts all in Europe, you know, where we, we did some, some serious partying. I mean, imagine drinking 14 hours in, in one day and just continuing, you know, and then sweating it out and drinking it again. I can't believe how many times I was drunk in one day. You know, the Monsters of the Rock concert—you had like twelve different acts, you know. And, and but even then, I swear to God, I don't think I spent any more than fifty dollars just to get into the damn place. You know, it's just an entire all-day thing. But it—it it, it had like nearly like a hundred thousand people, though, so it was—it was pretty incredible. But that made it worth it, not only because of the experience of the camping-like environment and bringing your own cooler. Because they didn't really sell stuff there for you. A lot of times you bought your own stuff and they allowed it. They didn't do that in America. But in yeah. Europe, that's what they do. You could bring your own crap. You know, they don't even care. So you could be sitting next to somebody and they're smoking 500,000 joints and drinking all kinds of stuff. And you're like, holy moly, what's wrong with you? But uh yeah that, all that stuff was allowed so it was it's was, it was pretty interesting but it's not just the experience you know you're seeing all kinds of different bands some of those bands you never even heard before not only live you might have never heard during the life so a lot of it can be new as well and of course you've seen the one or two major headliner ones you wanted to see in my case it was one I did was bon jovi was one another one was uh, was dio and then the third one I went to had had iron maiden as a as a um uh, the uh, the headliner so and it was, that was pretty fantastic they had like all kinds of light shows and they did some stuff and it was pretty damn cool but um that made it worthwhile all the way around they made the event like you couldn't find an angle that it wasn't worth it you covered the artistic you covered the financial you covered the the experience you covered the partying it was all there you know they even had extra porta parties so I don't have to piss on somebody when I'm not looking you know so it, it was great you know, now it's all very questionable. And and I don't mean it's questionable because it's just a bunch of, you know, greedy ticketmaster people going nuts. I mean, in some cases, the bands are, are, are wanting this. They're going out there for the money. They're even telling you that. In some instances, because they squandered that money because they're drug addict losers that act like fools all damn long and and have 57 wives. And we want them to support 56 of them without tickets. Yeah, thanks. And then sometimes it's just because the albums don't sell anymore. There's not much royalties these days for these sort of things. The album comes in not the same anymore. They can't put out a big album anymore make a lot of money and then only have to do so much touring. Now most of their money comes from touring. So lots of times they don't have those royalties anymore. You try to live on money that Spotify gives you, you're going to be eating macaroni and cheese for the rest of your life. You're not going any damn way with that giving you a friggin' half a cent for every time they, they play, you know, Shout to the Devil 57 times. Yeah, thanks a lot. So, mm-hmm. I understand some of that, but there's got to be some yeah. kind of a balance, because without some kind of a happy medium in this in this situation and on this question, they're going to run the concert out of business one day.
1: Yeah, they really are. It's But then again, you have to look at the way everything with the business is going, like you said, with Spotify and It's really a shame how they. In reality, they ripped the artist off. But then again, I mean that's and now you know. So they have to make the money off the live stuff. But it's like then some of them are like, oh my god! I mean, look at. It's been it's been made the rounds. I I know Rolling Stones done things on it, and you can see it online. Look at David Lee Roth, when he. I mean. I'm just sorry, there's nobody, you, unless you're just so crazy about nostalgia, and even then, you're not, you're better, in my opinion, to go see a tribute band that maybe they don't sound like, but they sound a heck of a lot better than somebody who's like your grandpa getting up really hammered during karaoke night, you know?
0: <laughs> I mean, he's head. going out there for his ego, he's going out there for the money, but yeah. is it any worth it? I mean... I'm not trying to knock him, but when when you think about some of the greatest rock and roll vocalists, I'm sorry, yeah. but David Lee Roth, he doesn't even fit in the top 20, and nobody will tell you otherwise. Nobody. I don't care. They can be drunk and come on the show and, and they say, yeah, you're right, Mark. I think he's like maybe number 27. I said, yeah, that's about right. Maybe he's in the top 30, but he don't even meet the top 20. I mean, he just doesn't. Just because he's not a bad singer, it's just because he doesn't have that kind of range. In case uh, you notice... He was sort of like a gimmicky kind of singer. He had the same kind of style. Mm-hmm. Did a bunch of, eh, and that's about it. I mean, he he didn't do a whole lot more beyond that. I mean, this, he just simply didn't, and that's just what his whole thing was about. And now I'm told that he can't even sing that well now. So what the hell are we going to get for that?
1: You know, it's the, the videos are out there, and I heard one a friend had put it up, and. He he made the bit the thing is he's a very charismatic guy. He's very good at being a showman, not necessarily a singer, but wow. he was really good at selling the show and he was really athletic. Yep. And in his in his prime and it was fun. It was a party. He was like a big party host that so people want to go here. And I understand in his prime, but when I when I heard and like I said, I'm not dogging him. I'm just telling my, that my perspective. It's just it, it was like, you know, like he said, hey, if anybody's going to sing my songs out of key, it's going to be me. But it's, you know, he's funny. He's got a great sense of humor. I'll give him that much. But he does. yeah,
0: but people are paying a fortune. For yeah. And, and you got to you got to ask yourself, folks, is this is worth it? OK, he doesn't even sing as well as he used to. And like I just said before, he really wasn't mm-hmm. one of those top singers in rock and roll. Now, guess what? He's not doing those karate kicks anymore. And if he ever tries that while you're on the, while you're actually in concert, be careful okay. because not only will he split his pants, but his right testicle might fly off his body and hit you in the face. Okay, that's how serious this is. The guy, is, he he can't do this stuff anymore. All right, he can't. I don't know if he, if he can't just get over his gut with his leg, or if he just doesn't have the limberness anymore. But you know, he's not drop kicking mm-hmm. anything. He's not singing the the high notes anymore. You know, it's just giggles and kicks and, and give me $200. Come on, folks, huh? I could probably give you a better show for half of that. I mean, get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when, you know, that, that, that's the thing. When you get to see these uh, these people in these big, of course, now people are doing residencies. It just, it everything is changing, but it still all costs a fortune. I don't care if you're going to see people in Vegas. it's It's still going to cost you a lot of money. And I personally, like I said, if you, if it's not the original, I can understand sometimes if it's not the original lineup and they're just, it's so bad. I mean, you just have to be honest. There is a shelf life sometimes to rock and roll. <laughs> you know, there's some people that can gather and do it. There theres is. We're
0: going to uh, talk about that on the, on the next segment, but you, you're definitely right about that. There is a, there's a shelf life. And, in and, and to not to add another, like, Platform to this, but there is, in my opinion, regardless of the price of though, there's a distinct difference between those folks that do these Vegas shows and stay there for three, four, six months, and people who mm. do concerts because that show, regardless of what they charge, okay, they don't have as much control because the you know the hotel has to put all this up, you know, and and pay them in advance them, I mean, so they got to make their money back, but. That's really a show. That's not really a concert because it can be completely controlled. They can control the sound to perfection. They can uh, control the ticket prices. They can control how many people come in there. You remember, they don't allow standing room and these kind of things. You don't get to go into a hotel and everybody's standing around. It doesn't work that way. When it's gone, it's done. Close the door. That's the end of the damn story. Wait for the next damn show. That's how they do things. So there's a certain level of security. There's a certain level, I, I, I think, of uh, if not sound perfection, uh, at least sound quality. So that I, I actually understand, especially for some bands that have gotten older, that might be the best thing for them, and maybe the best thing for you if you're going to put out a few dollars, go to one of those shows versus a concert because you're going to get a controlled environment where you're going to get actually get a, a a real decent show.
1: Yeah, that's like I said. I just when it comes to when it comes to shows in general, I. I also prefer uh, smaller venues. I'm lucky enough that we have some really good small venues. Sometimes it, it's a, you know, the money is a lot less. There's not, you're not going to get your parking included or anything, but, you know, you can go hear bands. I've heard bands in a in a place they call the Norva once it's listed, in one of the, I think it was like the top ten places to go hear uh, shows at, the smaller venue at, at lesser price. But then again, you're getting to me, uh, a you know, it's a better experience, you know. And I just, to me, that that whole overinflated pricing for whatever you're gonna get is, you know, no thanks. Yeah, I mean, definitely seriously. not. I'm definitely
0: like, not for it, folks. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. it I mean, if you want nostalgia, hit YouTube. Okay, or, or try to think about some of your own concert experiences. I mean, if you, if you're young, God forbid and you want to go check some of these people out because you, you're thinking you're going to sort of relive what I relive, you, you, you're not because you're young and I'm older and I already did it and you can't do it because you got some geezer up there who's older than I am and he's not going to give you anything other than take your damn money. So again, go to YouTube then, okay? Because it's, it's simply it's simply not worth it. Uh, those shows at Vegas are probably one of the few things that are actually worth any damn kind of money at all. I, I If I wanted to go see a show badly enough, You know, especially if I was already in Vegas at the time, I wouldn't mind checking something like that out. At least I know that my money has some some real value to it. But anything else, it's really not. They're they're hurting, you know, the cause of the concert. Now, the next next, uh, segment uh, of this, uh, is it worth going to a concert anymore, is age. Now, I'm not the guy of age discrimination, okay? But I also realize that in reality's sake, Sometimes we got to cut things off and, 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 and be honest with ourselves, okay? I love old people, but guess what? If you find out you're 77 years old and you're questioning if you can even drive safely anymore, I don't understand why you're going to possibly kill other people or maybe yourself rather than just simply say, I need to turn this shit in and that's it. I can't drive anymore. And it's really the same with some of these people. I mean, we got folks out there that get on the stage I mean, I, I was just, I mean, Janet Jackson, she's not even 60 yet. She was having problems like catching her breath. And all she was doing was walking around lip syncing. How the hell do you lose your breath lip syncing? <laughs> I mean, that's when you got some real problems here, okay? <laughs> Madonna just had to pull out. She goes, I'm more concerned about my health than you. Huh, that's really nice. You were never that interesting or that... that That attractive before. I don't know why the hell I need to be looking at you now, sixty-two years old with leather leather stuff on. No, I'm not interested, really. Come on, please. Huh? Go home and I'll just listen to uh like a virgin, uh, you know, with the whole lion thing video. Okay? I'll catch that on YouTube. Thank you there, Madonna. All right, appreciate that. So yeah, yeah, age really does play into it. It plays into um the concert. It plays into the performance. I mean, unless you're the Rolling Stones, who somehow are all over 150 years old, every one of them has smoked a a bundle of of meth and still around and actually can run around the damn stage uh, of the rarity of all rarities. Maybe they do deserve $500 a ticket. But there isn't anybody else in that category. Nobody can go near them in terms of the physicality of it all. Everybody else is old and they're tired. They don't sound very good. They're not playing very well. And you're putting all that money out. So age really does have a factor. It has a factor artistically too. And, and quite frankly, I'm interested in into a band. And I hear that now the Scorpions are coming back after they just retired. Can you believe that? We just had a show about those bums too. German band. And they want to put an album out this year, okay? I'm wondering what the hell they're going to say in this album. Is it going to be the same old crap that you normally sing about? Or is there's age going to give them something interesting to actually say? Because, again, what is age doing? If they're singing the same stuff that they were singing when they were the 20, I got to wonder about maybe they should be leaving then. Because why do I got to hear that stuff? How the hell is that appearing? I can't wait to get her in the hotel room. Yeah, you're 68. I don't even want to conceive these, these notions you're talking about. Are you nuts? Get the hell out of here. So it just makes no damn sense to me. I mean, you haven't learned anything in 50 years? You you can't write about something interesting? You know? For all the knocks that Ozzy has taken and still takes by ignorant people, Mm -hmm. Ozzy wrote about war and peace. Ozzy wrote about nuclear holocaust. Ozzy wrote about mental illness. Ozzy's written about a lot of interesting things, more than just, you know, partying and stuff. In fact, he don't even have that many partying songs. There's only a couple. He's actually wrote a whole lot about just his own mental illness and his own uh, mental conditioning, his own emotional awareness. Just a lot of interesting stuff he's done. He gets he does not get enough credit on that, and hopefully one day he will. But uh, he, he's a hell of an interesting songwriter. But here's a guy that over the years, instead of just writing the same crap, he keeps writing different interesting things. Why the hell is nobody else doing that?
1: Yeah, a lot of the new stuff he's doing is really Interesting, considering all he's going through right now.
0: Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. And yeah, again, he's it. letting that he's letting that reality <laughs> well, take over, and he's doing something interesting, creative. God bless Asie. Wish more people would do that. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I mean, well, there
1: does come a point where you wonder how many times can you do the same thing a hundred times over, but. I know some people are you, oddly enough they're just great at that niche you know um i don't but then again it, when it gets like when you talk about the stones what's the funniest thing about them they're contemporaries i mean they're all in the retirement home I'm, so they're <laughs> maybe they do deserve that outrageous price i mean they're, I they're probably Stone. the
0: only ones i mean it's just uh yeah. incredible i was reading that uh, uh, Mick is going to be eighty with 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 a, with a new repaired heart, and he still can do ten miles on the stage of this running around. They tracked it at ten miles, so I mean the the guy is sweating his, you know, his heart valve off over there, uh, but uh, it, it, it means that you know it, 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 they can do it, Uh and and that's no different than what they've done in, in the past, and, and and they're being creative, uh, they're giving you a three hour show for you, for your money, and. um that's all you would want from from somebody, but there's not other than them and Bruce Springsteen. There's not too many people left that can do that crap. There isn't.
1: No, yeah. Bruce Springsteen loves to be there. You go there, you—that's a whole event. You get to be there night and day. Yeah. Probably because he can't remember to get off the stage. No, I'm joking.
0: Yeah, he—he he don't that's mess fun. around. But he gives people, you know, value for the for their money. He really, uh, yeah, he, he, he does. Been known. He, he he
1: does some of the longer shows. I mean, he goes out there and he entertains. Yeah, he does. Yeah, no doubt about uh, it. The, yeah, there's some people that yeah, when you they you pay that price, they they're going to entertain you. I mean, you know, I mean, no matter what people think of, of certain bands, they always kind of went out there to uh entertain. I mean, uh even if you look at uh Motley Crue back in the day, they were known for going out and
0: having a heck of a stage show and everything else. Yeah, you know, and I saw, some, and then the people I saw live, and they were they were just tremendous.
1: Yeah, I know. Let me kill Mister talked about that that they went out there and did a great show, and uh yeah, there's just some people that always give 100. percent So you know that some people, no matter what, they're going to give it to you, and uh that. So I can understand, you know, that uh, there, there's some. I'm one of those people that you know. God rest his soul. If uh, Lemmy was still here, I'd be one of those going to those shows. So, um, yeah. So I can't understand when it comes to some people, they they just keep going, and why the fans keep showing up because you're you know they you just you you really absolutely love the artist. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, I, there's some I, do it.
0: You know, the, most can I, I think I think it, it comes down to. You know, until until these people drive the damn concert away from us forever into the land of extinction. Okay, uh, it comes down to the to the fans, whether they're young or old, wanting to relive something, a moment, or whatever. Even if it's something their parents have talked about, now they want to go try and do it. So uh, as long as people still believe they can relive stuff, especially in that environment, it, 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 they're going to continue with it, regardless of. I, I feel the. Uh, you know, the unfairness of it all and, and just the, the, the plain piratry of it all. It's just unbelievable. Alright, let's go yeah. on to the next segment of this uh, uh, is it works or concert anymore. Okay, uh, sound. Uh, the live experience itself is always going to be something of a lesser quality than the studio experience. There's no other way around that. I mean, I've never heard a live concert that sound perfect. I've heard a couple that were close. But not not too many. And even, I'll give you an example, when uh, when King Diamond did uh, two live concerts in two different countries and put them on a CD, even he admitted in an interview, he goes, the reason it sounds so good is because I had guys in the studio just remixing the shit out of this thing until it came out to almost sounding out of the studio, even though it was live. That's what he had to do. Yeah. And he put the extra money because he thought it was worth it. But it just shows you yeah. how difficult you know a live experience is, you know? Uh, a great example, and, and Dio is the only one I've ever seen in my life three different times, and in and, and, and three different countries, ironically. And I listen to this guy, and I'm like, oh, my God, don't tell me you're going to change the lyrics again. Leo, uh, Dio was famous for just, like, singing songs and changing the lyrics. And I'm like, I just memorized this damn thing. from What the hell are you doing? So that also happens, too. You're trying to listen to the song, and you're, you're singing it with him in the concert, and then he changes. I'm like, why are you doing this? You're killing me are they having a good vocal night or are you having a senior moment here or you know did you just hit the magic mushrooms too much before the stage show i don't know what the hell you're doing but that happens a lot and you know that also makes the experience kind of strange but sound can be a real issue uh in both uh of the i went to three monsters of rock concerts and two of the three there were sound issues. In one instance, the show actually was nearly an hour that it stopped because they had to fix the sound problems that they were having.
1: <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like live shows. I love music. I'm not the biggest concert goer in the world, Um the few that I go to, like I said, I choose to go to shows where I can, or festivals where I can see a lot of bands at one time. You know, I, I don't really like gigantic crowds, so there you go. <laughs> so that's that kind of makes it rough. Uh, yeah, but, that will uh, definitely do it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, lovers are like that. But uh, when it comes to sound quality, uh, some of these places, um, some are good, some are better than others. Oddly enough, because I've seen plenty of people in amphitheaters and smaller venues, and it's just you know, it's really, God, it's luck of the draw. Some of those places, the sound is absolutely—it's more like a PA system. You know, it just sounds uh, just just terrible. But I've been lucky enough to hear some that really are. But like you said, there there is a there is a difference um when you're especially some bands and you think wow it sounds like a completely different song when you hear it live because yeah they can do it in the studio and you realize half of them didn't even play on the record yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. that's that does yeah, happen yeah
0: uh, uh, the keyboard player he's still in rehab you know so they're gonna just get rid of him on the concert <laughs> oh
1: yeah I, i've seen some and uh, you know i used to go to different genres of music so I saw some bands that I, you know, because they weren't a package, show, I, I never really would have bought a ticket to, and wasn't impressed with the recorded product, and wasn't impressed after I actually heard them live either. So... Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things you deal with. You, you, I would say definitely look up a band, and and before you actually go and pay the money to go see them and hear what they sound like live because there's some of them that that's what they are they're great in that studio but that's it they don't you know the singers are sketchy maybe their vo- vocals aren't that good i mean cuz you can fix everything in studio you can't fix it live you know now they can they just play the record <laughs> so i mean you know and i understand that too for backing vocals and stuff but i don't know it's a slippery, slippery slope, slope. But, yeah, sound quality is always vastly different.
0: Yeah, it really is different. And and it, it's it's not just the liveness of the sound. You know, it's also the liveness of the singer. Because, remember, this is a person that has just traveled with a plane or a bus 20 hours. Okay? And, and they're probably still smoking cigarettes and drinking this and doing that and da-da-da. Not getting a lot of sleep and all this other stuff. So... You know, it's not the same thing as when they were more prepared and had a plan in the studio where they sound their best and can be altered to make everything else perfect. Out there, you're getting all all the wimps and all the pimples and all the warts and everything else that kind of goes with that. So... You know, you're going to have off nights where they don't really sound so great. I remember listening to Rat one time. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy guy sucks on some of these songs. You could just hear him just, like, falling off because he was beginning to losing his uh, voice uh, towards the end of the tour. But he's still trying to get through it all. So you have to deal with that. You know, you don't have to worry about that in, in, in 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 a studio situation. Yeah, take the night off there, Stevie. You can come back tomorrow. You can't do that crap when there's ten thousand people going to stab you to death in the parking lot if you try to leave, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't have an off night, you know. No, you're, you're on, and you got to do your thing—good, uh, bad, or indifferent. So that's one of the one of the gambles that everybody takes as a, a music lover or, or just simply a fan going out to these things is that you know you're, you're dealing with the crazy price, you're dealing with the wacky ages now. You know what I mean? People out there, seventy-five years old. I never, I never dreamt when I was younger that I would see somebody seventy-five out there playing a the guitar. I, it, it just never occurred to me that that could happen. I, mean, I figured it'd all be dead already. I didn't think anyone was gonna live this long. I really didn't.
1: Yeah, I don't think they thought they were gonna live that long. And, and, That's the thing. And I've, I've know, already don't. experienced
0: all the sound stuff, so I know. I already know about that. That's it, always, always one of the disappointing things. Always one of the things you just have to, you, you know, you have to, you have to live with. But um, yeah, that's it's just a gamble. It, it really is, and uh, you have to, especially if of a, a, a band is going around different places w- with the media we have now that we didn't have when I was growing up. You know, you could check on it. You know, you could talk to uh, fans or, or listen to some of the comments they have to say, and they could tell you how well they thought the you know the set was or how the singer was uh, was doing and all that kind of stuff, and that might help you. But what does it really mean to end? Because you know, Joe Blow, he might have rocked it in Chicago, but once he gets over to, you know, Minnesota, he might suck, you know? <laughs> so it's no guarantee. Uh, okay, I'm great. He was great in Chicago, but I'm over here in Minnesota. This guy sucks. So we, we don't really know. It's, it's still not a guarantee. It, it really isn't a guarantee. The only guarantee you have on a concert is that uh, they're going to take a lot of your money and you're going to be probably standing next to somebody who hasn't taken a shower in about a day. Those are the only two guarantees you really have.
1: Yeah. It, it, it It's always, you know, it's like a crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get when, when you go with somebody. But I would say, you know, that I can't emphasize it enough. You know, dude, it's easy to do the research nowadays because everybody's got a camera on their phone. And half the time, I think people don't even enjoy a show nowadays because they're sitting there on their phone. And, I mean, I've even seen singers mention it from the stage. I mean, it's 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 crazy. But in other words, you're going to see stuff out there of how people are live, uh, you know, and how they sound, what their setup's like. So you'll know, at least get an idea of what they, they're like live. And there's some really good acts out there that, you know, for all the people that are maybe over the hill and can't, shouldn't be up there, there's a, a ton that are – really great to go here because they really can kill it live and that's a, a there's some bands that are far better on live than they are on the record you know that's that's another thing there's plenty of groups that are known for being better on stage than they are being recorded or record at work
0: yeah there's, I mean, there's not a lot i mean i know there are some I mean, and of course it's my opinion mm-hmm. i could be wrong but uh yeah. I could tell you one of the one of the more newer bands. Not some from comes from the eighties and the seventies, like I do. But the the Black Crowes are one of the one of the bands that I always felt sounded better live than they did in the album. They seemed had a more bluesy, richer sort of uh, voice, and it, it, I just I, even the guitar work seemed to be better. Lenny Kravitz is another one that sounds tremendous live. So there are a few, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you look at some of the older bands; they were kind of more known for it that could go out there i mean you know that they were completely known for they could just blow people off the stage uh and that when it was it was that but there was a whole different scene it was it was cheaper to go see people and to me a lot of the music was you know they were really more competitive now it's it's, uh, it's a little bit different <laughs> everything's different but everything changes so yeah i don't know it, it, it's it's really hard to say i know that if i'm gonna go see an act i'm definitely uh, going to get the most for my money. Uh, that's just me personally.
0: I, and I don't blame you because that's really the best way we have to look at it under these circumstances. If you're willing to cross all of these bridges we're talking about over here to get over to something, you're going to have to really uh, gauge your expectations and, and maybe figure out ways to lower your own disappointment because whether you like it or not, you, you are making compromises. That's just That's just the truth of it all. Now the last thing, and it's always the most controversial thing to talk about, because I don't really think there's a right answer. Uh, original lineup, you don't know if you're going to go see a band that you love. Even let's say even everything else works out. Let's say they they're able to figure out a decent price for you to go see it, and, and and you know they 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 can perform at their age, and they actually sound decent. You don't know if, like, almost every one of them is somebody else you never heard of before because everybody else either got kicked out, dropped dead, or just don't want to be in the band anymore. You might not have the original lineup. In fact, in many cases, you might not have almost any of them. I mean, Foreigner has one guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then again, you know, there there are some bands that will go get, you
0: know, they'll get new members in the- yeah, that's what they do. They literally get really new good people, and you go know. Out maybe and it's them. not. Of course, they're not going to sound like yeah. the same. And but that's a decision yeah, you have to sometimes make. It's a,
1: yeah. Well, you know, when you either want the original act that you know people are kind of because we all age, so that they're kind of they've got their limitations, or you want something that sounds really good live. And there there's some people that I've heard some bands that they sound fantastic. It's just they're not. It's not the original group, but they are still it's still good to hear the songs you know i mean like i said it's it's all really a matter of it really opinion.
0: is it is because i, mean, I give you an example i mean the the new singer for queens wreck has been on for a couple of years right now he is fabulous and those two albums they put out they're really good i mean definitely i could say that you should be proud of them as somebody who listens to queens but um i love the original band and I couldn't listen to them in concert without Chris DeGarmo, the original guitarist, and without Jeff Tate, the original singer. It would just never happen for me. Regardless of how good this particular version of the band is, I would never go see them, period. That's just me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, it's, it, it's it all, it, yeah. There, there's quite a few bands I wouldn't uh, pay to see. One we, we've talked about before that, Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, when you're out there, when you're out there lip syncing and you're out there charging astronomical rates and it's not even the original lineup and even your lip sync when your lip syncing sounds bad that's that to me that's the weirdest case I've ever heard in my life but uh, <laughs> some pe- some people
0: that just really irreplaceable because of the voice and the whole mm-hmm. the whole history that they created Lemmy is a perfect example I can't see somebody uh-huh. out there trying to do a Motorhead without Lemmy. It's just, it's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. In fact, I might find where they are and like throw vegetables at them until they finally leave the damn stage. Because you got to be kidding me! And, yeah. and and I don't think Rush would ever do this, but I don't really think uh, they would ever reform again without Neil Peart, who, who's you know died of a brain cancer about a month ago. Mm-hmm. But if they would ever do that, I mean, I would definitely write articles against them because I would be so pissed off. I don't think they would ever do that. Don't get me wrong, but if they ever did, just no way. You cannot. Some people they are irreplaceable that that's another one right there, Neil Peart.
1: yeah, no with their their fan but, and the way they were in particular the, you'll I would seriously doubt you'd ever see them uh try to do that and uh, yeah the fans you wouldn't be done their fans are so passionate, Yeah, you know? uh as far as like motorhead no, I mean that was lemmy's band uh, you it, it, there can be no other you know you can have tribute bands out there you already have them. Uh, you had him while he was alive. Uh they'll have they'll be out there, but uh I know his uh I know Phil Campbell's got a, a new record out and uh he's uh doing stuff yeah. and of course uh Mickey, I forget who he's touring with. I should know. In fact I do know, I'm just forgetting right now. I thought he was, ta- I, I,
0: thought he was uh touring with a, a like white snake or somebody like that. He's one of the big bands playing yeah. drums there right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well he's a heck of a drummer, so he's always gonna be working. So he's yeah, he's he's right back on the road. I mean, they, that's one thing about the guys. They love to be on the road. They only got off the road to record an album, and they went back on the road.
0: Yeah. Well, just, <laughs> that, for them, that's definitely that's, their life. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, definitely. And those, and those kind of road hogs, uh, folks, those are the kind of people that, uh, because of of the life that they seem to love and, and the work ethic that they put into it, I mean, you're not going to be disappointed at this show, no matter what, because they are out there to make sure that uh, you're going to get a great experience because they know that if you do, your word of mouth is going to help them and then one day when they come back, you're going to go see them again. So they're not stupid. They understand that in the end, they're their own best marketer.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's they're, uh, they're some mean bands that are just, they're known for that live show that they're always out there that you know, they, you know they're dependable like that and uh, bands we mentioned definitely are in that group. Um, that they they were probably and once again bands are really known to be really great live, so yeah, definitely and definitely worth seeing and when they when they were touring, and unfortunately no longer. But
0: so definitely, um, folks, where it concerns the uh, the the subtopic here of the original lineup, it's a very personal decision. So there really isn't a perfect answer to this. Okay, You can tell me all day long about Queensland comes to your town and you, you'll you hear them sing this and sing that and you're happy. That's great. I'm glad you're happy. I, I'm not trying to take it away from you. I wouldn't tell you don't go. I'm just telling you that I'm not going to go. That's all.
1: Yeah, it it is really a personal thing. And
0: for some people, just
1: like some kids that come across a, a group and really don't even know the original lineup, so to speak, they weren't kind of endeared to them, then that's fine. You know, go check out the, go check out the new, you might really dig it. You never know. Cause that's the thing. It's always new to you. It might be old hat to everybody else. Yeah. Music's always, new to whoever's discovering it at the moment. And, so.
0: and and that's, and that's where sometimes people part with the whole original lineup thing, because in the end, they might not be there for the original players. They might simply be there for the music and the, and the songs themselves. And as long as whoever mm. the hell is there can deliver them successfully to them, they don't really care, mm, and they exactly. don't have to. They don't. I mean, I'm not saying you have to. I do, but I'm not saying you have to. to, in order to I mean, quite frankly, I don't have to appreciate uh, a, a song if it doesn't have the original play. As if it's done well, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. But fine, uh, yeah. I'm not going to pay for that. Although I'm not just not that's yeah. that, that's not an experience that I want because f- for me. Um, it's it's a counterfeit experience, so if i'm gonna go there to listen to that, then maybe you should take my monopoly money because you're giving me fake crap so I'm gonna give you some fake money okay that's my opinion
1: yeah definitely yeah I'm not gonna i'm not it, it really has to be a special show for me to go i'm not I'm very picky so <laughs> I'm not you know it's that's not going to be oh somebody's in town no it's gotta be worth it you know. That's the thing. They've been experimenting
0: they- on this um, like about a year ago. I don't know how much it's going to continue or not, but they were doing these giant hologram projections, and one of them had Dio in there doing a concert where they created a uh-huh. projection of Dio doing music. And some people liked it, some people didn't. I don't know, his estate, they wanted to give it a try and see if it's something new for the future. I don't know what that portends for us down the line, if that's something that's interesting or not. You know, I, I kind of find it creepy, and I don't really see, uh, you know... I don't really see, uh, to me, the artistic value in, in, in something like that. You know, if I want to listen to his songs, I, I got plenty of man in the house. I don't need to go listen to some stupid hologram. You know, I know what he looks like already. You know, and uh, so it, to me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, um, but people are trying this out, and it, 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 who knows if that's going to continue or uh, different ways they're going to do things with with technology. But uh, you know, I'm not down with it anyway.
1: No, uh, it, it's never going to, that, that to me is just nonsense with the holograms, <laughs> yeah, it's even worse, you're going to get, let's say, now you're going to go watch a projection video, you know, like, come
0: on, there's YouTube,
1: <laughs> it, I mean, even if you pay for you YouTube, th- it isn't, you think, you think
0: about it, Pink Floyd used to have the giant anatomically correct pig <laughs> floating over the concert, what the hell are we going to have now? oh, my God, I just got poked in the eye by a digital wiener from a freaking pig that just flew over with some laser beams. I mean, it's yeah. getting it's getting out of hand. I mean, I, to me, I, I don't really yeah. see the the value in there. I mean, I'm happy that his estate reported that what they did with him, at least was they were trying to be respectful, it wasn't like some, some garbage. So that's great because, mm-hmm. you know, we talk my deal over here, and you don't want me messing with, with greatness, in my opinion but I don't know what real value music-wise or even artistic-wise this sort of thing does. I just don't see it as anything that's worthwhile. No. Yeah, I agree on that completely. So I definitely don't want to support that. All right, you got any, <laughs> uh, any last words on this? I think we had a really good uh, round on, on, on all these various uh, subtopics of, uh, you know, uh, is a concert worth going to?
1: Yeah, no. I, Like you said, I think we, we definitely covered everything. And like you said, I, I would do, again, do a little research before you go see somebody and, you know, see if it's worth it. That's the thing. Get the most for your money. I don't know why. Now I'm, you know, I, I can't say that enough. But me personally, I always do. So, yeah, I, I definitely was a – I think we covered all bases.
0: I think we did. And I think if people want – a better concert experience, or they just want a better concert situation, only they can make the changes as necessary by not going or by letting these folks know, listen, you know, this isn't really helpful to have this outrageous ticket and what am I getting for this? You know? So uh, it wouldn't surprise me down the line that, you know, we might have some concert promoters one day that, that do different types of packages on things we haven't seen before. It wouldn't surprise me if you see something that... Yeah, this ticket gets you, uh, you know, a hot dog and a drink or a beer and, 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 a, and a T-shirt as well as, you know, g- going to entry into the stadium whatever. And somewhere down the line, they're going to have to add more value to it if it's going to be worth something for people. Because eventually, you know, the young people only can do so much with, with their money and with their time. Remember, a lot of these people, depending on some of the older people who have a little bit more disposable income, once they get tired of your ass, you're, you're deeply in trouble.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree on that one. Definitely, yeah that that's yeah it, it it's it's definitely not a good state in my opinion. Where a lot of things are going, it's but. it's
0: not. I'm I'm really I wish I was more happy about it, but I'm not. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I don't love rock and roll. It Doesn't mean that I'm not going to still support this this music. But I can do it in other ways. I don't have to go and and almost demean myself and become some kind of friggin' dollar slave over here. You know, uh, into an experience that, uh, to me, uh, it's not really worth the value on, on so many different levels, like we talked about. And then, of course, you know, we've had some examples, Kiss being one of them, and there is a few other bands too, uh, where on, on, on top of all the robbery and all the disrespect, now it's lip sync. To me, it, that, that to me yeah. that would be an instant refund. And, and to me, that's not even music anymore. You you you're really perpetrating a the fraud. Then you just stop becoming a band. It's one thing to say, um, all right, listen, I got half of my lineup with new people, but we're out there performing live and that's it. so I still feel with you we're a band and we can call ourselves this. I don't think anyone can argue with that, but I do mm. think that when you lip sync, you've thrown everything out the window everything, your integrity, your creativity, uh, any any kind of a, you know, a, a, my, my feeling any any kind of nostalgia that you would have had I mean because the old kiss would never do that kind of crap ever.
1: No. No, that was a band that was known for its great live shows. Um one of the better live bands around. Way better live in my opinion, at least cuz I, I was a fan the day. So way better live than on their early recorded work. They didn't really capture that. In fact, that's why the live album took off so well. They were really a great live band. And then now you don't even have the original lineup and you're lip-syncing on top of it. So yeah, it's, it's like, like what the hell? No yeah. It's, a, it's
0: an ultimate yeah. insult. You, you, you're going through getting robbed, and, and now you're dealing with somebody who who can barely move because they just had three hip replacements, and he only has two hips. What the hell? You got you got sound that, you know, it sounds like you're in a tin can from a coffee factory. You know, the the, the original lineup is not there. Uh, more than half of them are gone. There's some bit players they hired for $50 a day they put in there. And now you find out that the singer is not even really singing. I mean, what more can you do? Huh? Can we just sacrifice my babies to Satan while we're at it too? Because you've done all the other damn things to us.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's 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 just to me it's a total waste. I can't say enough about that. That's just because... ridiculous.
0: I know it's show business, but guess what, folks? You need to give me a show because you ain't going to get my damn business otherwise. So don't forget that. All right.
1: Yeah i mean you know there there's like and there are a ton of bands now there are some bands of course i would pay the the fortune to see even though you know maybe they don't sound as good as they did but i'm still a big fan of them but yeah no i'm not definitely not they're not lip-syncing so uh, that's a that's a plus and i would prefer it that way i think most bands shouldn't so but we can't say enough about that yeah and that's cool
0: because you accept uh you know some of the limitations you're now seeing before you. You accept some of those compromises, and you're okay with that for the love of the band. You know it's like your grandfather. You you, you don't want to hit him with a fastball anymore because you know he's eighty. But you know you, you expect him to at least catch the frigging ball. So I mean that's that's you, that's the compromise right over there, and, and that, that's what you do with somebody like that. And you know I definitely I definitely got that. But I I wonder, and and I'm saying I'm not really wishing this. Honestly, I'm not. But I wonder if you know we're we're in the last days uh, of the concert. You know, I, I really do wonder. Yeah, but I
1: think, yeah, as long as people are willing to shell those prices out, you know, I mean, it, it'll be it'll be a shame. But the music business is completely changing, so it it, it and not in a good way. So yeah you really do have to wonder about the direction things are going but it doesn't look good and it's not promising you know and especially because i mean even even with music what's getting pushed i mean that's a whole different uh show in itself nowadays with radio and um you know well now most people are streaming it's not radio uh, <laughs> i really dated myself there what they listen to on the radio um but, yeah, when I get back in my time machine, I'll start
0: making sound. <laughs> that's cool. Well, that that brings me to the next uh, topic over here, folks. Uh, and our next Metal Future show, that's going to be our topic. We're going to talk about the various facets of how music is delivered to you. You know, the streaming, the CDs, the albums are coming back, the terrestrial radio, the satellite radio, the internet radio, the podcast. I mean, there's a, there's 50 million ways now. So we'll talk a lot about that. What it does and what it doesn't do for metal, how it includes it, how it doesn't, you know, and all that. I think it'll be very interesting to talk about that. And again, it's another way to show a little bit about the future. Maybe we'll even try to speculate about where you know where it can go. But um, I'm definitely excited still about rock and roll. It still has a life, and it's not going any way, anyway, soon. It's just that it's going to change. And uh, if any of us know anything. Sometimes change is not easy to deal with. Uh, I'm mean, I'm not always the biggest fan of it. I like to have concerts to be more exciting, like like ones I saw in the '80s. That's not coming back, you know. And uh, that's just that's just the way it is. And you know, a lot of these other bands are not coming back too. We've lost a lot of people. Let me, you know, Dio, well, These people I uh, you know I really love. They're gone. Phil Lynott. Uh, damn guy gets off a drug, straightens his life out, drives a kidney disease. Wonderful. Thanks God you know, so, you have to, you have to, you have to say to yourself, uh, we hope that the new ones coming up can, can save the music, and bring it forward, and let's do whatever we can, we'll have a show about some of the new ones, too, it'll be interesting, some of the newer bands that, that that have been around for a while, that might have a a longevity, too, like, you know, like, uh, Mammoth, or, or, you know, Iced Earth, you know, those kind of folks, and it'll be interesting, so, um, that's what's in store for us here next. You, you got any uh, last thoughts on this? Uh, where uh, the concert is going? Is the concert worth going to?
1: Yeah, uh, no. I, like I said, I think definitely covered everything. Uh, every, all the bases. We are definitely covered on that one. All I right. think.
0: nothing more. I. Very, all right. Very cool. Until until next time, folks. God bless. This is Metal Future with your host Mark Anthony Rossi and your co-host John Patrick Robbins. Uh, trying to cover as much metal and and rock as we can having some fun with it Uh, unlike the literary show we we get to have a little bit more humor and jokes and i kind of like that too because i don't always get to do that as much on those on those shows so it's really a a nice change of pace and we kind of let our hair down you know metaphorically speaking until next time folks god bless and thank you thanks for listening bye
1: Don't forget to follow the show, leave your comments, and click over to our site metal-future.com for the latest metal album reviews.